the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made off money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's kind of like Monday since it's the first day of the work week following a long holiday weekend as well as a week off that I took and I could not be more excited to be back. I could not feel my soul was completely recharged and refreshed and, re- and, and reinvigorated with my love of country. I can share with you guys a little bit about that throughout the show. There's so much breaking news tonight. I can't, I would love to just sit here and chat with y'all and tell you all about my time off at Annapolis, but I don't have time to, to share too many of those details. I, I will a little bit sprinkle it in. I'll season the show with a little bit of that, but I'm just thankful so much um, to have been able to get away. Grateful to all you guys to continue to support the show while I was gone. Thank you to Justin Hart for filling in and doing a great job. And thank you to this man. He's the grease, baby. Not just the grease that keeps his potato skins fried and crispy, but the grease that keeps the AK show rolling like he did every night of the week that I was gone. And like he did today in helping us prepare for tonight's show in which we are going to provide great content for you about everything that's happening in our country, including some news articles you might not have heard anything about today. All right. That being said, here he is, the man who's probably done more Andrea K shows than Andrea K. It's DJ Potato Skin. Uh, two things. Yes, uh, studies have actually proven I've done two <laughs> times more shows than Andrea K has done. And we have actually, uh, uh, yeah, we were, we were not eco-friendly with our printing tonight. Uh, we're printing all the news stories we are bringing to you. You know what? Don't be don't be Arnold Schwarzeneggering me, okay? Yammering and complaining about climate change. Head to the chopper, Andrea. Uh, yeah, just because I'm saying sitting here with three inches worth of articles but look it, it's it's almost impossible to properly prep for a show in my opinion without without some uh some hard copies of some documents it just makes it easier it does and i want to hear from you guys though 888-344-1170 1170 i don't have any guests booked in the first hour because i want to leave the phones available to you guys if there's anything you want to weigh in of course the breaking news of today is really this debt seal McCarthy, after everything that took place with, for the first time in like a hundred years that we had the Speaker of the House actually go to a vote instead of it being somebody just walking into the position and all the terms and conditions related to that, as well as the fact that they, there was a restoration of something called vacate the chair put in place, which is a checks and balance on the Speaker in case he doesn't do the job that he was supposed to be doing. All that took place only to result in what we really should have known and should have expected from the beginning that Kevin McCarthy is an establishment uniparty swamp dweller who behind everybody's doors went by himself to Joe Biden and basically kissed the ring. 
In fact, let's hear, let's start off. There's so many, so many ways to go here with this. Why don't we start actually with, so it, so when you have any, any, and when you hear any so-called conservatives trying to tout this is a good deal for you, let me tell you, when KGP is bragging on this, as well as other Democrats today, and saying that this bill preserved all of the Democrat priorities, that's really all you needed to know. Clip five. But the president successfully protected core Democratic priorities and the historic economic progress that we have made over the last two years. Now, the House and the Senate, it's up to them. They must pass this bill so that the president can sign it into law. Yeah. KGP finally got it right. The president was able to preserve all of the Democrat priorities. Was there one priority? We have control over the House of Representatives. We control the spending. Did we get one conservative priority in this? Not according to Nancy Mace, and I'm no friend of Nancy Mace, but she was one of the most clear, cogent, anti McCarthy debt deal today of anybody. You would think it'd be MTG and others, but no, it actually happened to come from Nancy Mace, who said that Republicans got outsmarted by a president who can't find his pants. (laughs) Isn't that true? Isn't that true? What were some of the Democrat priorities that KGP says that Biden was able to preserve? Um, Okay, well, let me lay out a few. Um... The deal normalizes record high spending that started during the pandemic. Um, It sets these historically high spending levels now as the baseline. So instead of going back to what spending was, which was already astronomical pre-COVID, now this normalizes and sets the baseline for all the spending that took place with COVID. Which means that we are talking about $6 trillion in spending. $6 trillion in spending. As if the $4 trillion before wasn't bad enough, now we've gone. Government grew, according to Nancy Mace, government grew 40% in this time period. And the Republican Party, and by the way, this has now passed the Rules Committee and it will go to the floor for a vote. And we've got some clips to play for you guys from Chip Roy and from others who said, our goal is to defeat this bill. I hope it then follows up with a goal to vacate the chair and to replace McCarthy. But let me go on on this bill. It keeps the record high spending as a baseline. The bill actually doesn't even set a debt limit. No debt limit. He basically gave a blank check. In addition to allowing the 40% growth in government spending to be maintained and now be the baseline, it also had no debt limit and basically gave a bank, a blank check to Joe Biden. They've claimed, McCarthy has claimed there will be a $2 trillion deficit in six years, but that was a guesstimate by the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, that relied on spending caps that are not even in the deal. So the the six trillion so the six trillion dollar in in cuts that they've told you about and spending a uh, two trillion in 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 in, de- uh, in cuts to deficit is a lie. She goes on to say only in D.C. is a bill clawing back small amounts of unspent COVID funds considered a cut. It's not a cut. And she goes on to say, do we really think states will send back unspent COVID funds? Yeah. <laughs> I got a bridge to say. You go buy a lottery ticket. You got a better chance of winning the, winning the Mega Millions. Uh, there's supposedly a pay-as-you-go 
uh, situation where you're not going to pay something unless you're not going to spend something unless you can pay for it. She goes on to say the Office of Management by OMB director has a waiver in there of authority to spend whatever he wants if it's, quote, necessary for program delivery. So that completely wipes out the PAYGO. There was supposed to be a $1.4 billion cut to the IRS, but that doesn't equal the $80 billion in cuts to the IRS. So basically what it means is the funding is in there for the 87,000 new IRS hires. Are you hearing anything in their skins that has anything to do with preserving the cuts? The American people gave the House of Representatives to the Republican Party, and the Republican Party did what they always do, which is continue to let the Democrats rule. This was bone deep. Down to the marrow. Stupid. Absolutely. And here's what Trip Roy had to say about it. Clip one. My colleagues, be very clear. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. It is a bad deal. No one sent us here to borrow an additional $4 trillion to get absolutely nothing in return. But at best... If I'm being really generous, a spending freeze for a couple of years, that's it. That's about what you get. And frankly, you're going to make things worse. And my Democratic colleagues know it. That's why they're supporting it. Mm -hmm. That's why they're going around gleeful. Look, there's a reason our Democrat colleagues support this. There's a reason that Mitt Romney supports this. There's a reason that Bill Kristol supports this. It's all the same stuff. There's a reason that our conservative allies are opposing it roundly. The Club for Growth, scoring against it. The Heritage Foundation, scoring against it. Freedom Works, scoring against it. Ron DeSantis, publicly opposed. President Trump said he thought we should default rather than pursue this kind of lunacy. At the end of the day, the only person that would default in this town is Joe Biden, unless Republicans default on the American dream by voting for this bad bill. That is why this group will oppose it. We will continue to fight it today, tomorrow, and no matter what happens, there's going to be a reckoning about what just occurred unless we stop this bill by tomorrow. I yield. Yeah, there really needs to be a reckoning. Vacate the chair was trending on Twitter today. When asked about whether or not, uh, when Scott Perry was asked on the possible motion to vacate the chair, here's what he had to say about it, clip two. Were the bill to go forward, would you file a motion to vacate the chair? Look, we are focused. I'll let each member speak for themselves. But for me, I am focused on defeating this bill. What happens post that and the agreements that we have, we will decide once we de- we've determined the disposition of this bill and its finality. Yes, ma'am. Vacate the chair. We reached out to Congressman Biggs. We're going to get him on this week. Um, he had to be down there tonight when they were doing the rules committee and all this kind of stuff going on, um, which, by the way, again, it passed rules committee. It will be brought to the floor for a vote. Um, Chip Roy earlier today had said that McCarthy should pull this bill down. And he had, he had well, let's go ahead and play this final clip before we take a break. Uh, clip three. There are two paths here. Take up the bill that we passed. It's a good bill. It's sitting over in the Senate. They could pass it to Senate the president. Second, Speaker McCarthy should pull this bad bill down. We should stop taking this bill up right now. I don't think he even has a majority of his own conference at this point. We'll find out later today. He should pull this bill down, and then we should do exactly what we're doing right now. We have COVID rescissions right now. COVID rescissions are in the bill. COVID rescissions of $29 billion. 
They've already taken that in this bill, and they've swept $22 billion and just set it over to the Department of Commerce for play money. To spend. Take that money, take IRS money, and go tell Janet Yellen, you're going to pay every bill you need to pay, and we're going to sit down at the table and do the job for the American people. But don't tell me you're going to put me over a barrel for $4 trillion because you refuse to do your job. That is what Speaker McCarthy should have told the President of the United States. Absolutely. And one of the things he's talking about, he said there's two bills here. They had had to take up the bill that we passed. Remember, they had the the slow, I can't remember what they called it. Um, but there was, they, they actually, I wasn't even in favor of it. Biggs didn't want to vote for it, but it was better than this. At least it had some actual spending cuts. And I'm tired of hearing the excuses from people like others that said, well, you know, um, you know, uh, we, we don't have, there's three branches of government and, and we don't have the Senate and, you know, we don't have the, we don't have the White House. That's the same crap that we've been hearing from these establishment Republicans for decades. Right. Remember back when the Tea Party gave the House of Representatives to the Republicans and they said, well, you know, we can't do it because we don't have the Senate. Then they were given the Senate. Well, we don't have the White House. Then they were given the White House with Trump. And then that, and then we had Speaker Ryan, who still funded everything that the Democrats want. This is absolute lunacy. It's absolutely insane. But you know what? Uh, you know, Chip Roy said, we'll see what happens. Well, you know, we'll find out later today. His conference pulled him through and now it's going to the floor. We have got to defeat this. We need to be on the phone with all of our representatives. So what? We're going to have somebody said today, oh, he's, he's funded 85,000 IRS agents instead of 87,000. We have leverage. It's called the House of Representatives control the purse strings. Stop playing. And and by the way, one of the things he's talking about is sending money over to the Treasury. We've got the rescissions on, on COVID. We have the money to pay it. There is no opportunity for default. It's all a game. It's all smoke and mirrors. This is the greatest threat that we face in this country. It's not the barbarians at the gate. We have no future as a country if we're completely bankrupt, and that's the road we're going on. Going to take a break. We come back. I want to hear from you guys. Do you think that, well, it wouldn't matter what he did or he got the best that he could do because, you know, Joe Biden's sitting in the White House and they control the Senate? 888-344-1170. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. I understand people get upset about walking through a debt ceiling, but this is a House, a Senate, and a presidency. I think when you read the Wall Street Journal, you read the New York Post, you sit back and listen to a lot of economists, they'll say, this is the strongest debt ceiling we ever had. And if I compare it to when Republicans were in the majority, when they had the House, the Senate, and the presidency, they didn't cut anything. They just added more money. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. That was Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, and you know what? That was a problem. That was a problem. You don't excuse continuing to do, oh, this is the strongest debt deal. There's no debt limit. How could it be the strongest debt, debt deal on a debt limit when there's no limit to the debt? This is insane. And quite frankly, the fact that, the, that when we did have, he's absolutely right. What did I just say? Tea Party gave the House of Representatives, what was Tea Party? Taxed enough already. It was an economic, it was a fiscal movement. And the Republican Party squashed them, minimized them, pushed them aside in order to control their power, 
We even had John McCain partnering with the IRS in order to clamp down on them, to slow walk their applications, punish them, persecute them, release their tax records and on to try to diminish their power. Hiding that from the American people under the excuse of, well, then we got to get we've got to have the Senate. Right. Then they were given the Senate. Then their excuse was, well, we've got Obama in the White House. He, we can't pass anything. We can't seal the border. We can't repeal and replace Obamacare. We can't do anything about the tax code. Right. We can't do any of that because, you know, what's the point? Obama's, you know, just going to, you know, he's going to veto it. Right. So then they were given the White House, but with an outsider coming in. And what did Paul Ryan do? Fought Trump every step of the way. Wouldn't even give him five billion million dollars to build a, a stinking wall on the border. And you know what? Trump was wrong to go along with the big spending. It was one of the first pieces of criticisms I had over, over Trump was that in the spring, they made a mistake going to re, uh, about Obamacare first. And then when that when of course, when John McCain left his deathbed just to just to, to kill off the, the repeal of Obamacare, then it was, well, we didn't get a win there. So now let's do a big omnibus and keep the big spending. And then Trump went along with the big spending of COVID. And those are issues. It does not justify what you just did, Kevin McCarthy. And there needs to be some accountability. And I'm going to be asking Biggs. And others that part, remember the, remember the 20 that stood up and said they weren't just going to automatically vote for McCarthy until there was some accountability built into his speaker duties. Well, now it is time for them to hold him accountable. Now I'm looking at Biggs and looking at the other 20 and I'm saying, when are you going to? At this point, he didn't listen to them today. The Freedom Caucus came out and said, you've got till this afternoon. Put forth the other bill that we had. You push forward the one that I can't remember the the slow grow, whatever they called it. And they didn't. At this point, there should be a move to vacate the chair immediately. Just because you were stupid in the past means that we're supposed to continue being stupid when it comes to spending money. No. And, ju- and, and on top of it, this 40% increase from $4 trillion to six has no justification anywhere. That was under COVID. COVID is gone. There's absolutely no way that you can slap any paint on this Buick and move it off the lot for me. We got to move on, by the way. Uh, there um, is something else happening today, and it involves the rule of law, <clears throat> of which we have no rule of law in this country. And <clears throat> I, I took a week off. I was at Annapolis, by the way. My godson, I got the sweetest card. I got the sweetest card from Sandy's dad. My buddy, my girl Sandy, her dad sent the sweetest card congratulating me on um, Woodrow making it into, um, not just making it into the academy, um, but graduating. And you know what? He says here, your accomplishment is equal to his and as much that you survived in the same room with Joe Biden. I got to (laughs) tell Fortunately... Follow up. There was a last minute change and I did not have to endure Joe Biden speaking at the graduation and the commissioning ceremony. I got to tell you guys that it was when when we all got back there and realized they had changed it to Defense Secretary SecDef Austin. It was like we still didn't know if it was going to be a lot of woke. And thank goodness it wasn't. Let me tell you all. I don't know the truth about Secretary Defense Austin, if it's just that he is as commander in chief, uh, you know, he reports to commander in chief Biden because his speech, he's a West Point grad. His speech was like, who is this man? 
it was un, it was so non woke. It was so perfect for the moment. It was so inspirational. He knew his audience, and let me tell you, his audience of those eleven hundred graduates at the, at the Naval Academy are conservative. There was no rainbow to be had. Okay, I spent an entire week on the yard in Annapolis doing all different kinds of events, and this was the most non woke experience that I've had. It's like I want to go back there and live there because there was no woke anywhere on the yard in that town. It was unbelievable. And Do you think they pulled Biden because they knew they might have actually got a bad reaction? <laughs> I don't know why they pulled Biden, but I got to tell y'all, and, and it wasn't just a graduation. They take their hand and that's when they take the oath. Just like if you were to enlist and you go down with a recruiter and they tell you, okay, on this day, you're going to take the oath. And from that moment on, you now legally are owned by the U.S. military. That's what that oath was. And I stood there and I watched 1,100 and I met so many of them uh, uh, this past week, uh, being there a week, that they take this oath so seriously. Their hearts, their souls, down to their every core of their body is about serving this country. And let me tell you, there's not one of them there. And I also met some past graduates that were back. Not one of them there should lose their life for the crap that's being pushed through with this debt debt deal alone. Is there anything going on in this country right now? It amazes me that there's so many of these and what these kids have to go through to get through that academy to make it in there and then to make it through four years and the love of country and the love of service and the dedication just was so amazing they deserve better they deserve better than what is being delivered to them in this future of this country they deserve better than a country that is rounding up right now and and i come back to a lot of the same desantis people um, you know, anti-Trump stuff. And I get that Trump has made some mistakes so far in, in his relaunch. But let me tell you, if you're if you're on the team that's trying to act as though our elections are free and clear and Joe Biden won and your and, and your message is that our elections are not only free and clear, but Jan six was. But, you know, if you're not understanding the depths of the FBI and the DOJ. If you're going to try to tell me that Biden won, then they basically what you're telling me is that you don't understand and don't appreciate what's happening with the FBI and with our DOJ. Right now, today, Christopher Ray has refused to comply with a court order to hand over non-classified information that has to do with the Joe Biden bribery scheme, has refused to hand it over. Comer is threatening to hold him in contempt of court. I think, I I don't understand. If you and I refuse to hand over something, first of all, as part of our job, we'd be fired. That's his job. Second of all, shouldn't he be prosecuted? If you get a subpoena skins to hand over something and you don't, under a court of law, you 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 get in some trouble. When are we, we need to start seeing some perp walks because let me tell you, those young people that I saw take the oath of office, these brilliant, hardworking, just dedicated young people, they did, they deserve better than a weaponized U.S. government that is doing crap like, um, infiltrating a fed surrection to where they're plotting to pretend that Donald Trump and MAGA wanted to overthrow the government and corralling up 
innocent Americans to throw in a gulag and deny them their their constitutional rights. That's not what these people, these people took the oath of office to defend the Constitution. And what's happening in our country right now is not defending the Constitution. Christopher Ray needs to be perp walked. I'm not a constitutional expert or an expert on uh, the uh, an FBI director. Here's what um, Comer's statement is today. House Committee on Oversight and Accountability Chairman James Comer issued the following statement on the FBI's refusal to comply with a congressional subpoena from classified records. He says today the FBI informed the committee that it will not provide the unclassified documents subpoenaed by the committee. The FBI's decision to stiff arm Congress and hide this information from the American people is obstructionist and unacceptable. While I have a call scheduled with FBI Director Ray tomorrow to discuss his response further, the committee has been clear in its intent to protect congressional oversight authorities and will now be taking steps to hold the FBI director in contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with a lawful subpoena. Refer him for criminal charges. Is there not a U.S. attorney somewhere that can do their job? Is, are, 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 is, is the District of Columbia, are there not prosecutors there? Americans deserve the truth. And the Oversight Committee will continue to demand transparency from this nation's chief law enforcement agency. Not just transparency, but how about we demand they comply with the law or go to jail? I had such a great week, Skins. I was in such a good mood. And then I come back to They hyperventilate (laughs) on their yoga mats. I'm hyperventilating, but it ain't on a yoga mat. (laughs) We're going to take a break. We come back. So Target... I guess lots of stuff happened with Target while I was gone after they went woke. Well, guess who else went woke today? Are they going to go broke? We're going to talk about it. We'll come back. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Skins, have you heard of an alt-right rapper named Forgato Forgato Blow? Have not. Okay. Well, he is topping iTunes charts with a new song called Boycott Target. <laughs> I think I like him more already. <clears throat> yeah. It features um, fellow rappers Jimmy Levy, um, Nick Natoli, and Stony Dude Bro. It was released May 25th in response to Target's Pride-themed clothing. And it, uh, the uh, song's lyrics, I heard a little bit of it today. Um, but I never got the name of anybody, and then I forgot to... to we'll see if maybe we can pull up a, a, a little clip of it tonight or tomorrow for you guys. Um, the opening line of the... and they, I mean, think how talented they are, that they've come out with a rap song this quickly that is topping the iTunes charts. It's got, I guess, however that works, I guess it's gotten more than, like, it's ahead of Taylor Swift. And the song lyrics starts off with something. And by the way, uh, Target has lost $10 billion in the last 10 days. $10 billion with the B, babies. And um, the lyrics start off, um, this according to Na- uh, New York Post, Attention all shoppers, there's a cleanup on every aisle. Target is targeting your kids. Um since Blow posted the boy, boycott Target music video to his Mayor of Magaville YouTube channel, it has amassed 250,000 views. 
Um, he's got four over four million followers on Twitter. This dude, I never heard of this dude. Have you skins? Nope. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> it's number one on iTunes across all genres and sits above songs by Taylor Swift and Luke Combs, whoever that is. Do you know who Luke Combs is? Sounds like a, that sounds like a country singer. <clears throat> he says he's still facing. Oh, my gosh. I'm watching this video. <clears throat> These dudes do not look at all like you would expect them to look like. Um, I love it. I love it. These these are some these are some big boys wearing their big uh, USA clothing. He says he's still shadow banned. He says you can't even search the song on iTunes without going to the music video and clicking the external link. So they're still trying to keep the song um, off the air. Um it's a three-minute video. Oh, one of the things they mention in the, in the in the video, I guess, is the official Rainbow Yearbook. Um, there's they're showing uh, different parts of what the Target merchandise is. He says we're living in a culture right now where people need to speak out. We need to stand up for the children. He said of the song. He says there's no place for LBGTQ for fourth and fifth graders. Um, I am loving these dudes. These dudes are a nominee for my hero of the week. Um, love these guys. Love these guys. So you would think after what happened to Bud Light, you would think after what's happening to Target that every company would be like, man, we ain't stupid. We, you know, we're not nonprofit. We're in this to make money, right? Well, he enter Chick-fil-A. They have hired a new vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And here is their statement. Quote, we are better together. One of our core values at Chick-fil-A means when we combine our unique backgrounds and experiences with a culture of belonging, we can strengthen the quality of care we deliver. I thought they delivered chicken. Yeah, last time I checked, it was chicken sandwiches. I thought it was chicken sandwiches. Maybe they've added a few new things to the menu over the years. But I thought it was really is really about chicken. It's pretty simple. Aren't they called chick Filet, okay. Um, Chick Fil A's commitment to being better at together means embedding diversity, equity, and inclusion in everything we do. I don't like hormones injected in my chicken, and I certainly don't want any communism injected in my chicken. Okay, I don't eat. I rarely eat fast food because I think most of it is crap anyway, right? Um, but there's no way I'm going to eat a commie crap sandwich. I said I Done. never saw this one coming. They were pretty stand up in the past. Yeah. In fact, remember back when um, there was they um, their CEO, I think at the time or the founder had given money to Proposition 8, which was for traditional marriage. And there was a boycott Chick-fil-A day. We had lines in San Diego that even included LBGT people because they felt like, you know what? Chick-fil-A's founder has a right to support whatever he wants politically. Right. Um and you may be saying, well, you know, um, the LBGT people stood up in defense of them. At that point, shouldn't they go woke? No, no. Freedom is what it's supposed to be about. And this is not, and this LBGTQ stuff is not a movement of freedom. It's a movement to deny freedoms. Case in point, there is, and, and by the way, their brand is Christian. How many people support them because they're conservative? Right? Oh, they're closed on Sundays. I love Chick-fil-A. They're Christian. Da, 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 da. Look, they, it, 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 
they can choose to be something different than what their brand is. They can choose to go woke. Some people said to me today, Roy Wade said, well, maybe they had a large investment from BlackRock because BlackRock is buying up and, and you know, all these chains like um, Cheesecake Factory and beyond. And then when, when, when the dude with the pot with the money comes in and says, this is what you're going to be about, that's what you're going to be about. Well, that's fine. But, you know, you want to change your brand? like Budweiser changing Bud Light into LBGTQ beer, then the public has a right to go buy. Buy. Now, Ted Cruz felt like Target wasn't going to have as much of a backlash because there wasn't as many options for people to shop. Oh, no. There's plenty of other options for people to shop. They can go to Walmart. In fact, you go to Target and half the stuff is more expensive than what you can get in some other places around town. Like, I can go buy clothes right now at Nordy's at the half-yearly sale for what they're charging for crap at Target. And quite frankly, Target's clothes aren't cute. I mean, they're very hit or miss on their on their stuff. And their food stuff isn't any cheaper than what I can get on a deal. You know, you just got to pay attention to what's on sale at Vons and Ralph's. And you can, there's no reason to be shopping at Target. In fact, I hardly ever go to Target anyway. I, I mean, maybe, I mean, literally once a year I go to Target. How often do you go to Target, Skins? Um, in the past, quite a bit. Not so much anymore. I used to go a lot more, too, before they actually went on the more expensive side. You know, because back when they were they were more of a low-cost alternative, um, now they're, they're really not as much, right? So... Um, no, if you're looking for a deal, uh, to, be, to be honest, I mean, I think most people are going to choose Walmart over Target. Yeah. Um, speaking of woke... I don't know. I don't know if our little comedy. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got a little comedy clip to play for you guys, and I've also got a little bit of good news coming out of Texas. So don't go anywhere. More Andrea K show on its way. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. But the weird thing that happened around COVID, I'd never noticed this before in any other time of my life. But you weren't allowed to ask questions at, at, at any point during this. You just had to, you had to do what the man on the TV said, right? You had to do what the man on the TV said without questions, and then you're a good person. But if you question it, then you're a white supremacist, Trumper, not, I'm like, whoa, no, no. <laughs> no, I didn't vote for Trump. I just have questions. Even comedians would get on stage and they would shame people for trying to get informed about a medical treatment that was experimental that they had to take or they would lose their jobs and they wouldn't be able to travel. And when people tried to get informed about that, other people shamed them. They would say, please tell me you're not going to do your own research. Mm-hmm. You've heard people say that. Please don't do your own research. You know, before COVID, doing your own research used to be called reading. Now you're shaming me for reading? Yeah. Funny, but true. That's exactly what went on. Shaming people. Literally telling you, don't do your own research. Stay vulnerable and only believe what you're told. That's crazy. How did we get to this place, Skins? That's exactly what was going on. And they still want to keep us that way. They want to they want to tell you that something's wrong with you if you don't just accept what has been spoon fed to you, which is such communism. I would have laughed more at that if it wasn't so tragic. And it's absolutely tragic.
everybody needs to read more. You know, it's sad because it used to when, um, you know, you would fly, you would see so many people reading books on planes. I, I was I think I was one of only a couple people, uh, you know, reading books. Maybe they were on a Kindle. But by the way, I like an actual book. Who's with me? Who still likes an actual hardcover book? I'm the same way. I actually never read on on a phone. Me neither. I don't use a Kindle. If I'm reading a book, it's actually got pages I got to flip. I want to hold the book, whether it's a hard hardback or, you know, a soft cover, paperback. I want to flip the pages. I want to be able to read it. As you can tell, I'm somebody that, look, you can see all my stacks of paper. Oh, by the way, Skin, have you ever been to an Amish market? No. <gasps> oh, child. Mm, 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 mm. I have never in my life seen so much amazing good food in one place. And, and, and here are these, this, this community. I thought they didn't like electricity. I thought they didn't like to power up. But let me tell you, there is no way that they were making that kind of phenomenal best donuts I've ever had in my life. They know how to use some power to fire up some grease. Okay. The pretzel logs. Unbelievable. Okay. They know how to use a, they know how to use a hot oven. I, the, their food. Unbelievable. If you're on the East Coast and you ever have a chance to go to an Amish market and I, and they were there with their caps and their and the little boys with their little ringlets and all their little their little Amish wear and uh, the one of the little pretzel makers couldn't have been more than six years old. And man, he was banging out some pretzels. I just got to put in a little shout out to the Amish market in Annapolis because it was absolutely phenomenal. If you ever have a chance. To go to an Amish market. Yes. I mean, we need to have a moment of silence for the pepperoni pretzel log. Um, <laughs> anyway, can you tell I'm getting hungry? Um, we've got uh, some more stories of two tiers of justice in this country. I'm going to save one for next hour. I think I want to get into a little bit of good news as we wrap up this hour. Thanks to a lot of pressure politically, um, you know that a while back there was an announcement that was made that new cars from Ford and beyond were going to come off the assembly line with no AM radio. And the excuse was is that it was going to somehow be some kind of AM radio was some kind of a threat to these high tech systems in these cars, which you all know is a bunch of hooey. It's all about the, along the same lines of don't do your own research, just believe whatever we tell you kind of thing. One of the ways that people get their own research is not just reading it's by listening to other people conservative radio is still terrestrial radio which is almost exclusively conservative remember air america the left tried to compete with conservatives and radio and it didn't work um is still the number one source of information so they were going to well they can't defeat it so we'll just try to cut off people's access to it well, there was a lot of backlash and Ford has reversed its course. It's decided to keep AM radio in all of their 2024 uh, vehicles. They said they made this decision after, quote, speaking with policy leaders about the importance of AM broadcast radio as part of the emergency alert system. And that's true as well. Um, so um, 
quote, for any uh, owners of Ford EVs without AM broadcast capability, we'll offer a software update. Customers can currently listen to AM radio content in a variety of ways in our vehicles, including via via streaming, and we will continue to innovate to deliver even better in-vehicle entertainment and emergency notification options in the future. So this is great news. This is great news. Um See if there's any. The rest of our 23 model year vehicles, um, they said, all came with AM radio. Um, so great news. Um, another piece of great news: we need to keep the pressure up because you can see. I mean, look at this is why the Democrats are winning in this country because you see the extent of which there's not one area of our life that they're not seeking to control, right? To gain power of, but it's also a story of when we push back. We can have success against it. And re- this is a story of regaining ground that we've lost. And we need to continue to put up the fight. They want to make us think that we're the minority when we're not. We're just not unified. We're just individuals. And we're not, we're not, we don't think collectively. And we tend to not work collectively when we need to. Because when we do, it works. Here's another good story out of Texas. Texas lawmakers have sent a comprehensive school safety bill to Greg Abbott on Sunday, and it includes legislation that calls for posting of armed security officers at every Texas school, as well as the provision of mental health training for certain district personnel. It also increases the state's authority to compel school districts to develop active shooter strategies. Um. The required armed individual may also be a peace officer, school resource officer, school marshal, or an employee of the school district. Um, And, of course, opponents of the bill, uh, you know, um, you know, they just have no argument other than uh, the potential for disastrous consequences is staggering. What consequences for having somebody armed ready there to stop a bad guy with a gun? The only disastrous consequences is when you've got an armed officer, resource officer, like in Parkland in Florida, who hides and cowers and doesn't protect the children. This is how you protect children. You secure the schools. You protect them. You lock all the doors. You don't allow anybody in who's not a parent to come and retrieve the child. So you don't give them access. And you've got somebody stationed there who, when somebody comes up, with a weapon and tries to shoot their way in like the the ter- the trans terrorist at the Christian school in Tennessee, you put a bullet between their eyes. PDQ. That's how you protect children. And by the way, I still want to see that manifesto of the trans terrorist at, at a Tennessee. Show me. Show me the manifesto. Stay tuned. Hour two of the Andrea K. Show is on its way. we got Gary Quackenbush with the news you can use. Who was the guy who tried to break through the White House fence with the Nazi flag? Why isn't he facing serious charges? That story more next hour. Don't go away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.